Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. With you tonight, it's Aria and Conan. Kanye West, or Ye, was recently in the news. He's been blacklisted from Twitter now. I think he's buying Gab or Parler. I don't remember which one. Parler. And he's just been getting kicked around the world, uh, ignored, blacklisted for saying things like the Jews run Hollywood and the Jews run the entertainment industry and some other things that just is generally frowned upon for one to say. Well, Dave Chappelle has been similarly in the in the crossfire of people for the last several years, generally for saying things that people are misinterpreting as being anti-trans. And I say this as a trans person, you know, the closer, his most recent Netflix special, is widely criticized as being transphobic. But I've seen the thing. And it's not. Is this is this the the show where basically he just was defending himself for like an entire hour? I I I didn't interpret it that way. He told some stories, and you know, obviously he talked about the trans stuff, but mostly he talked about a trans comedian friend of his. Right, right, right. And just how he connected with her, and how the, his career developed alongside hers, and all of these other issues. I, to me, it didn't really focus on that, and what it really focused on was empathy and how one should be driven primarily by empathy towards other people. Which, do, you, do you think the hate died down a little bit after that that show? No, because they didn't understand it, right? It was like, I can't remember the joke now, but he made a joke that was obvious. It, it sounded really, really messed up, and it it was a typical Dave Chappelle sort of joke where he said something to the effect of, all we need is to put a man in charge and that will do something to help women's rights or something along those lines. And then he said, and then we're right back to square one, right. which obviously is the joke. It's like that's how the whole women's rights scene became necessary in the first place because men were speaking for women right, and right, refusing right. to let women speak for themselves and so on. You know, you Everyone know, missed that very last remark. On that note, uh, when you, especially when you consider trans women in men or uh trans men in women's sports they have taken it back to square one did you just see this uh, beauty pageant in Der- i think it's dairy here in new hampshire i i did i i've heard about it yes uh, it is i mean <laughs> i i don't know why this person won i mean it is a beauty pageant i understand you know it's not just about physical beauty but this person it's, 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 it's a, ugly. that is a component and this it person is. is not attractive at all. Not, She's not overweight, in any sense. overweight, huge. Looks like a big. She looks like a big sumo wrestler. But why would a person become a beauty pageant beauty pageant judge if they're woke? Like a beauty pageant, that's to, the to, opposite to, to control of woke, the narrative. Right? Con- no, no, no. Uh, wokes, wokesters want to control the narrative. They want to force their ideology down our throats. And the only way they can do that is to actually get into these positions of power. Yeah, but judging people by, you know, physical characteristics, by beauty, by their physical appearance, that's the opposite of what is woke. You know, you're not supposed to, that's why, not supposed that's, to body shame people. That's why this person won. That's but, exactly why this person won. And, and, there was, okay. and she, was, she was surrounded by very attractive girls. Well, and then you had her right in the middle. Well, some of them were. They were all right. I mean, there were no tens that I saw. Maybe some sevens, maybe some eights. And I, I know I'm you know, making people out there just scream misogyny, but this is a beauty pageant, Correct. right? These, these women went there to be rated, among other things, for their physical appearance. By the way, let's not forget, this, was one, this is like Trump's namesake. 
He was yes. a big beauty pageant uh, guy. <laughs> he was. He owned the Miss America pageant, yeah. I think. So yeah, I did see that. He, and he, I just he wouldn't. Of... He wouldn't have voted for. Her. <laughs> but he's no. not in charge anymore. By the way, uh, sometime tonight he's supposed to be announcing. He is. I assume he's probably already done that. I don't know. I haven't been paying. I don't understand. If we know he's going to announce, then what's the point of putting it off? I don't know. He was he was supposed to announce back on the blood moon. I thought he put it off because he didn't want to affect the midterms. That's some some have speculated that they didn't want him messing up the count the the whole week of count counting. Uh, And so I think I think finally, who is it? Arizona just they just finally finalized. And I don't think there's a whole lot more that are being counted at the moment. So, yeah, it's his, it's his time to shine, except DeSantis had his 20% or 20 you know percent landslide. Uh, now they're both attacking each other back and forth, or at least Trump is attacking DeSantis. So who knows what all that means, unless it's just part of the, the game that I, they're playing. I don't think that's really part of the game. I suspect it's going to come down to Trump versus DeSantis, and I don't think Trump has the popularity to win anymore. I suspect DeSantis will win the Republican nomination. But I, I don't know. DeSantis has the uh, the support of the machine, the, the yes. Republican machine, which is which is red flags for me. And the, well, so Trump raises his own red flags for me, but he's got the MAGA Republicans on his side. The issue, as far as I can tell, is that the MAGA Republicans don't constitute nearly as much I, of the Republican Party as they I, did. I think in 2022, 2023, I think the MAGAs are building building steam. There are Musk fanboys out there who love that dude to death. He's probably incredibly corrupt and dirty, and yet here you go. They're worshiping him like he's a like he's a deity. Yeah, and he seems to be doing everything in his power to destroy Twitter, from what I can tell. He doesn't seem to be doing a very good job of managing Twitter, at the very least. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I was been, there's been so many theories that have been floating around about what that is all about. I've always suspected that. I mean, you you have you have the power and the elite, the powerful elite in this in this world who yeah. want to destroy everything in order to build back better. Maybe Musk is doing. The, maybe that's kind of the same plan where he needs to destroy Twitter in order to build it back into something. His own his own uh, not PayPal, but what's the Chinese uh, WeChat? It could be something like that. I tend to think it's just arrogance and him being inept. He has. You know, he's the richest man in the world, so he's got plenty of money to play with. So $44 billion to him is a decent chunk of money, no doubt. But it's still just playing around with him. And that's what well, he, well, and now he's realizing, oh, I'm not actually qualified or fit to lead this company. And it's, you know, f- collapsing. When you got that much money, uh, you know, what do you do with it? Yep. Maybe, you, maybe you go out and gamble. I, I think that's what he's doing. But speaking of gambling, Dave Chappelle recently took some risk on Saturday Night Live, which... I didn't think anyone still watched Saturday Night Live because that's that's only on like NBC, right? That's on network television, not cable, not satellite, not, I mean, well, I guess it would probably be on, I don't know, but it's on network television. You're not going to find it on Netflix or any of these other streaming services. You have to actually have an actual network television set up in order to watch it. And to me, it's surprising that anyone still has that. I I don't have cable. I watched all of these clips on YouTube. I'm not on YouTube, but they they were on Facebook. They were shared yeah. on Facebook. So I mean, uh, that's a decent way of watching it. But 
the idea of connecting some sort of digital antenna to my television, that's so much hassle when I can just connect it to my Wi-Fi network and watch anything I want to watch through any of the streaming services that are provided. And by the way, you're absolutely correct. No one's watching SNL any longer. I wouldn't think so. But they but they did watch this one. I, they did. But they, mean, but, but they it's didn't. Dave Chappelle. But as I just said, they didn't watch it on cable. They watch it every other way. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I bet you, I bet you just videos, clips on Twitter. I'm sure there are. So he served as host, Dave Chappelle did, and he used the opportunity to share his thoughts about the state of American politics. And I haven't watched any of these clips. I'm just going off of what the Daily Beast here says about it and what I know of Dave Chappelle and the tendency of people to completely misinterpret and misunderstand Absolutely. what he's saying. And by the way, I did see the, uh, the first 15-minute monologue, and I'm going to say it's pretty good. I, would, I respect it. I mean, Dave Chappelle's hilarious. The comedian returned for a third time this week after the midterms, but this time something was different. It was Chappelle's first time hosting Saturday Night Live since he came under fire for a slew of transphobic jokes in his latest Netflix special, The Closer. The jokes being said by Dave Chappelle, it just goes right over their heads and they're never going to understand them. And I, and I, I disagree. It's not just being talented. I think there are a lot of talented comedians out there who are no longer funny. Because they are afraid of rocking the boat. They are afraid of going out on that limb and actually being funny, which is what we all want, but we're not getting anymore. Dave Chappelle is talented, but he's also not afraid to go out on a limb and to push the boundaries, which is why people love him. Now, I'm somewhat of a troll, and what you're saying reminds me of some stuff that I've experienced I'm in some groups that are like trans trolling. They use a different term term for it, but it's basically trans people who are supposedly trolling. But when you look at their trolling, their S posting, as one might say, uh, it's it's not funny. There's no humorous aspect to it. It's just them trying to make a point about being trans. It's like this is neither trolling nor S posting. It's just you, you know yelling on the internet to no one listening and it's most likely wall-to-wall text as well yes very much instead, so. of, instead of just a meme that we can all grasp in us just by looking at it it's wall-to-wall text trying to d- explain their situation and, and you, it's and you just you, you lost you lost the boat dude yeah and you get the same sort of thing with a lot of these quote woke comedians where they're they're not funny that is they're just monologuing but it's not a comedy monologue it's just them ranting and there's no aspect of it that's actually funny it's just them ranting about how miserable they are how unhappy they are and how evil the straight cis white man is yeah you know another another ironic part about all this speaking of comedians these i always grew up comedians were always they always had the thickest skin yeah, they were able to take. They, some of them were bullied. Some of them, you know, were the the the, the point of jokes and whatnot. Well, a and, lot and, of them and, were the fat kid, right? Because yeah. the fat kid had to be funny, or so the they, or the midget. Yeah, and they and they had the thickest skin. They were able to walk it off. They turn everything into a joke, and that's why we love them because they were able to. And, and that probably the reason they're so funny is because they've been to the ends of the earth, if you will, uh, and they and they've seen what what it looks like and the only way to get through that the only way to survive is to turn it into a joke that's my philosophy in life in general so these so these woke comedians they're the they're like the exact opposites they have the thinnest of skin it's like you're in the wrong business dude you're you're in the absolute wrong business go get a job at starbucks and cry when you when you have to work eight hours like that one person 
I, don't, I haven't seen that, but I'm not surprised to hear about someone having to someone crying because they had an eight hour shift. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle, he avoided the topic of trans people during Saturday Night Live. Instead, according to the Daily Beast, he may have dug himself an even deeper hole by defending the essence of Kanye West's anti-Semitic <laughs> rhetoric through comedy. We've come to this situation in the United States or in the West in general where you're not even really allowed to say the Jews, like at all, as a ref- not even referencing the Jews as an existing people. Right. And Dave Chappelle pointed this out. He's learned in his 35-year career that two words you never say together in sequence, the and Jews. And it doesn't matter what, what the context is of what you're saying. There's no way to say the Jews without sounding racist and anti-Semitic. According to, according to the narrative. Right. And a lot of this has to do with the Holocaust, right? Which was absolutely horrifying, obviously. But because of that, society went too far in the opposite direction, right? Where you can't even reference the existence of the Jews now without being called uh, Hitler or a Nazi or a white supremacist or a racist or anti-Semitic or whatever, even though the Jews as a nationality exists, just like the Arabs exist or the Pakistanis exist or the Indians exist or the white people exist. None of them actually exist out in the real world, but these are these are characteristics and groups that we recognize. Right. So Dave Chappelle pointed that out and he had some strong jokes apparently about West's DeathCon tw- 3 tweet and the ramifications he faced. It's a big deal. He had broken the show business rules. Chappelle said, you know, the rules of perception. If they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. If they're Jewish, it's a coincidence, and you should never speak about it. And we absolutely know anyone who can think that there are groups of people who happen to have Jewish heritage who get together and conspire and, sure. and do and do bad things. Well, it's so, also true that there are people, there are Italian people who are in the mob. Correct. And there are black people who are in gangs. Correct. There's also all, white it, people who are in gangs and Asians and black people who are Hispanics, in mobs. Everybody. Yes. So it's it's not like Jewish people are the only ones out there conspiring to do things. I mean, look at Epstein. Well, Epstein, I think, was Jewish, wasn't he? But look at Donald Trump and so many of the other. Actually, that's a really good point, because one thing you have to consider is, you know, I, I actually have two Jewish friends, really close friends. They actually look Jewish. I, you, you just, it's like, yeah, you're just some kind of Mediterranean. You're from you're over there. Yeah. But you, when you consider how many Jewish people are just uh, married in and or uh, just proclaim one day, I don't know what the actual uh, uh, the, the situation is where you tr- uh, what is it? Switch over. Convert. Convert. Yeah. I mean, how many how many Jews out there just convert just simply so they can, I don't know, be a part of the family that's winning? I, I don't know that anyone's necessarily winning other than the, the powers that be. And they come from a wide range of nationalities and ethnicities and religions. But, but we can talk about them. By the way, the other part of this 15 minute monologue wasn't just about the Jews. Well, he also yeah. defended Trump. Really? Yeah. So if there's what did a, he so say that defended Trump? He basically called him out as a, uh, a, a, I don't remember what his exact words were, basically called him out as a popular liar. Yeah. Or a politician who actually tells the truth. And uh, He called Trump a truth teller? He said that Trump came out and said exactly 
what the elite are doing to you, the poors, the people, the normies, which is basically manipulating the system in their favor. And he called Hillary out. And that is why the people love him, because he's he's spoke the truth, truth to power. I don't know if I agree with any of that. I haven't seen that, though. Like I said, I haven't seen any of the the clips from Dave Chappelle. I'm just going off what the Daily Beast has said, and they didn't mention anything about that. I certainly don't think Donald Trump spoke tr- truth to power because he is the power. So how right. do you speak truth to yourself? Yeah, uh, no, but that's it. But no, but that's really what happened. He exploited the the power mechanisms to put himself in the presidency. And I he think admitted he, it. He admitted it. Yeah. And I think he overplayed his hand. And the result of that was, is the possible indictment that he could be facing. But I don't think he was a good person. I don't think he was a truth teller or anything worse, anything better than your average lying scumbag politician. To me, Trump is just another one. However, Dave Chappelle says, I've been to Hollywood and no one get mad at me. I'm just telling you what I saw. It's a lot of Jews, like a lot. But that doesn't mean anything. And this is one of the, this is such an obviously good statement. I don't know why people even bother to get upset afterwards. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri, and it doesn't mean we run the place. And that's exactly it. Just because there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood doesn't mean Jews run the place. And I don't know why people don't understand that. He said that the delusion that Jews run show business is not a crazy thing to think, but it's a crazy thing to say out loud. Okay, but see, he was walk- He just walked it back. He did. But he pointed out that it's a delusion that Jews run show business. I mean, he used the word delusion to point that out, saying that you know they, they don't necessarily run it. It's delusional to think that they run it. It may not be crazy to think that they run it, but it is crazy to say it because because it's a delusional because it's delusional. No, it's crazy to say it out loud because you're going to cancel yourself. You're going to do what Ye did. He just walked. He just totally walked it back. He says, you're delusional for saying this, but you should. But but basically, you shouldn't say this because you're going to get canceled. He said it's delusional to say this because it's delusional if you say this. All right. There was much more to Chappelle's monologue, of course, which spanned more than 15 minutes and also covered Herschel Walker. Who is that? Do you know? That's the uh, Georgia governor or something that just won. Yeah, he called him basically called him an idiot. Okay, he's he's a very he's not a very well-spoken politician. Whether or not it's true that the Jews run Hollywood, it's sort of immaterial. Individuals do things, not groups of people. And we should be worried about or focus on what individuals are doing because groups can't do anything. Yeah, well, ideally, that would be the way that we do business. But we know that's not true. Just look at government. It's basically another. It's a mafia. It's a it's a criminal uh, criminal enterprise. It is of people who get together and they. They gain control and power over over their opponents. I they mean, do. but and it's not just but it, but we know that it's not just governments. There are. Uh, factions. There are people out there who, when in the, in a void, they'll create their own systems, systems of control and authority. Right, because that's what it's all about for most people. It's all about controlling one another, not allowing the others to coexist. And that's how you, that's how you end up with these ideas that you know, the Jews run Hollywood or whatever, because they see the power. We all see the power that Hollywood could wield if it was controlled by some secret organization of people toward a specific agenda. Like we talked about last night with the CIA, the former CIA agent pointed out that 
All they had to do was find some journalists and tell them something, and 70 to 80% of the time, the journalists would just print it, right? Oh, yeah. They, and by the way, this is not new stuff. No. This is, this is old. This is since the CIA's inception. They've been doing this since day one, Operation Mockingbird. Yeah, this dude talked about it in, I think, 1983 was the year that he, this video came out, and it's obvious to us that, you know, you have this powerful industry called the media, that can change elections. It can it can change wars. It can cause people to enlist. It can cause people to support this or be against that. And it's tremendously powerful. Yes. So I could understand why a person would create this conspiracy theory where it was being controlled by a single group of people that they just didn't like, whether it's the Jews or the blacks or the gays or whatever. Or the CIA. Or the, which, well, the which CIA, is, there's which... at least a trail and it's not... It's a job, not an ethnicity or a sexuality or a culture or a race. Or the FBI, which, by the way, in this monologue, Chappelle also called out. Hello, Martin Luther King. He called out the FBI? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, what the FBI did in regard to Martin Luther King, it's so eerily similar to what like James Whittakin has done here at Free Talk Live, where it says you have a completely insane person making completely insane threats, and no one's doing anything about it. And in the case of... The FBI, they had, I think Hoover himself was writing letters to Martin Luther King Jr. pretending that he was going to out him as a Yeah, but James Whittakin doesn't have the power of the FBI. Whittakin doesn't have the power to have people assassinated. For all we know, Whittakin is in the FBI. His father was military. I wouldn't be at all surprised. He could be an intelligence troll. We have Creighton on the line from Kentucky. Creighton, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, A couple weeks ago or so, uh, I believe it was Conan was was talking about his plan to sleep in a cot in a closet or some such for the <laughs> cold weather in in New Hampshire. I don't think it's that and, extreme what he's planning. It's not a cot in a closet. I've already begun all this, by the way. I know, but it's not a cot in a closet. No, it's a it? it's a big ass room. It's the biggest room in my house, and okay. it just happens to be where all my stuff is, uh, including my my plants. And the come January, February, when I start planting. And it's like, why why heat the entire house when I just do everything in this one room? So basically, I've closed off the entire house, and I'm sleeping in my basically my computer room. You have heating oil, right? I have plenty of heating oil, but why? I, I know, but, but why I mean, use it if I? I'm not going to. Why heat the entire? Why heat two thousand square foot? That, that's going to. That was my question, right? Do you have it set up in a way that you can just turn off, you know, the heating to certain parts of the house? Yeah, I have vents I can close, but I haven't even turned. I haven't run my heater yet. Oh, see, mine. Doesn't have that. It, it does have two zones, but it it boils water and it sends water up through the pipes mm-hmm. and the, the oh fancy and it radiates the the hot water. It radiates the heat outward. And I don't know if it's fancy or not, but because of that, I can't just close a vent somewhere and make it less warm or make it yeah less warm in a room. It's just going to heat wherever. Yeah, basically, I can I just I basically I can just close every vent in the house and even put some put put a little piece of carpet or something over top of the vent to really keep it from coming out and just and yeah just heat the one room where i do all my business and so what and one so caller what do you think the, about uh, that thermostat is you're talking about heating the one room where the thermostat actually is. is is that what we're talking about well actually the thermostat is in the living room and so that's why i have it set to like 48 jesus christ now i do now okay, now, well, now now i do have a little radiator heater that i run just to get the you know take the cool off the the, the, the cold off and like early in the morning well the reason I called and wanted to call it to you specifically because the, you're you're touching on an idea that I I, I learned about years ago and I, I employ every winter, 
and it's called a heat bubble. And maybe other people hearing this might actually benefit from it. The idea of a heat bubble is to not heat the air that you, you live in, not the airspace, but you, the actual person, and do it directly. And the way this works is you consider where you spend the most of your time. And most of the time I spend at home is asleep in bed. So I, I, years ago, I bought my wife and myself a uh, heated mattress pad uh, for the mattress. And I got a lot of mileage out of that one. Now, who said this? Elon Musk or Mr. Burns? Oppression and harassment are a small price to pay to live in the land of the free. Now, I thought that Burns said that. Or wait, did I say that Musk said that? I don't know. Now now I'm very unclear. No, I said that Musk said that. As it turns out, Burns okay, good. said Ooh. that. <sighs> Oppression and harassment are a small price to pay to live in the land of the free. They don't, they don't lay this out in a very good way if you don't remember what you chose earlier. Moving on. The politicians and unelected bureaucrats who stole our liberty should be tarred, feathered, and thrown out of town. Musk. That was indeed. That's what Elon I say. Musk. That's what I say, too. They should be tarred, feathered. I, I, I tend to agree with that assessment. Yeah, let's, let's make tarred and feathering great again. Yes, because it doesn't have to injure them. It doesn't have to hurt them. Unless it's scaldingly hot but tar. It, but it doesn't have to be hot tar, I learned but it, a but year it, or two but, ago. But the scaldingly hot tar pours better. It probably does, but I don't want to injure anyone. Moving on, I'm not the thief. The government is. Every year, you make hardworking Joes, like my reporter friend here, pay income taxes. Musk. That was Mr. Burns. Who's his friend he's talking about paying income tax? I don't know. Just some character in the show, Maybe Homer. Was Homer ever a reporter? Oh, good point. Good point. I don't know who he was referring to. But that was Burns, not Elon Musk. If there was a way that I could not eat so that I could work more, I would not eat. Musk. That was Musk? Yep. Now, this one is a little obvious. I don't know why they included it in here except to be funny. I should be able to run over as many kids as I want. Burns. That was obviously Mr. Burns. Uh, Elon Musk, despite all of his flaws, has never attempted to run over any children as far as I know. Not yet. But but, but maybe one of his uh, electric cars. Could be. Motorized electric cars that... uh, I don't know, mistaken, mistook the side of a uh, tractor trailer for a wide open field. There are a few in here that are just completely obvious. I don't know why they bothered to include them. There will be no Mars if we let them take our freedom away. Musk. Musk. That was obviously yeah. Musk. I mean, Mars and Elon Musk are obviously tied together. And again, yeah, yeah, Burns would never have any inclination to want to colonize the moon or Mars. No. Because he's down here on earth and he's happy happy to go with his nuclear however this is obviously mr burns since the beginning of time man has yearned to destroy the sun obviously that's mr burns or or bill gates or bill Ga- well sure but it wasn't elon musk because we because we we all know well some of us know that uh, uh like like mr burns like monty uh who wanted to cloud out the sun uh, so, so does so does Bill Gates. Family, religion, friendship. These are the three demons you must slay if you wish to succeed in business. Burns oh, or Musk? Um, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yep, I wasn't going to. 
However, it's both Musk. Musk I, said it. Uh, that was actually Mr. Burns. You, you're not. You, he doesn't have any family. Well, that's because he, he slew them in order to succeed in business, <laughs> right? I, that there's obviously some truth to all of that. You don't have to if you if you dedicate your life to that singular purpose of being successful in business. Then obviously, yes, anything that gets in the way of that is bad. But at that point, what you have is an unhealthy obsession, and you don't have a life. No, I mean, what's the point of being successful in business if you don't have a life to sh- to share your 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 achievements with morons pathetic morons in my employee in my employee stealing my precious money oh i'm you know i've been i mean <laughs> i'm going with musk again that one was mr burns ah but yeah but musk said something very similar in the last couple of weeks he tweeted something very similar in the last couple of weeks <laughs> he did he just bought a company with lots and lots of money grubbing morons well, two more, actually. I would tell these people that they will get to see their families a lot when we go bankrupt. Was all, right, that, all right, it's got to be Musk because you just said that. That was Musk, yes. Because he, he just came, by the way, he just came out. Was that in the out, context of Twitter? He says it's going to go bankrupt unless they figure out how to make money. Okay, that I imagine this was to the effect of, you know, people. you're asking people to work 80 hours a week. How are they going to get to see their families or whatever? To which he said, I would tell these people that they will get to see their families a lot when we go bankrupt. I, I imagine that was the context that this was laid out in. I don't know. I haven't followed the the ordeal that that's, closely. That's actually pretty good. That's a good one. It, it is. I mean, he he's a good Twitter troll. That's like I don't think he's a good Twitter owner. That's almost you can rest when you're dead. Kind of a kind of a tweet. I like that. It is. If you can take advantage of a situation in some way, it's your duty as an American to do it. Was that Mr. Burns or Elon Musk? Musk. I said Musk as well. It turns out that was Mr. Burns. It, it sounds like something that Musk would say, and I kind of agree with it. If there's something in your situation that you can take advantage of, but then you end up with people like Dick Cheney, who there's never been a good, never let a good crisis go to waste or whatever it was they said. So there is a dark side to that. Did you or someone you love work, live, or serve at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988? If you or someone you know lived, served, or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1988 and has cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, they are entitled to compensation. To see if they are eligible, they need to call Liberty Legal. Contaminants in the drinking water have led to these serious diseases and legislation is now available for veterans and family members who may qualify for financial help from the government. There may be a time deadline, so don't wait. Call 888-918-1037. Anyone that has lived, worked, or served at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1988 and has had cancer, Parkinson's disease, or another serious health issue, the money is already set aside. 888-918-1037. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, you guys have been bringing up The Simpsons a lot. Seems to me it was Al Grogan was the writer of that, wasn't he? Uh, not Al. Uh, one of the, Grogan. Is it Grogan? I have no idea. Pretty sure. But anyway, he uh, he seemed to be spot on with a lot of characters coming in to play, you know, 10 years after. He's damn near prophetic almost. Yeah, but, Kev, uh, Kev, uh, the Kevin Spacey joke. No, oh, I'm sorry. That was Family Guy. A family guy is pretty prophetic, too. 
Well, uh, yeah. a lot of people, I think, misunderstand what's going on. Like, they characterized 19, George Orwell's 1984 as being prophetic when it, it wasn't. It, it talked about what was going on, and that it, there was already a surveillance state existing when George Orwell yeah. wrote 1984. He just took its primary features, and he exaggerated them. Yeah, I would say 1984 is historical. Yeah. Bra- Brave New World is prophetic. I would say I that's... I think I would agree with that. I, and by the way, it's, it's Matt groaning. Oh, Matt Groden. Okay. But by the yeah, same but, token, uh, the Simpsons just took various characters and ideas and institutions that we already have in the world, and it exaggerated some of those characteristics. And sometimes that just happened to be the way the world went, and sometimes it didn't. The only thing I got against Family Guy is it portrayed the father of the household as a blithering idiot. So did so did it Simpsons. Took, well, yeah, but I mean he. he it took it. A, I think it flipped the it flipped the pancake, so to speak. Put the butter on it so it would slide right off. Nah, I would. I, I would. I would say means. those two cartoons and pretty much every other American sitcom have really run poor old dad, American dad, and just turned him into a just a just a complete tard. In every way, yeah. fat, lazy, stupid, and of course the mom is always the smartest. And of course, the daughter, except Family Guy. I guess the Family Guy daughter is pretty dumb. But Lisa Simpson, she's a she's a genius. But the Flintstones did this as well, right? Where uh, Fred was pretty stupid. Yeah, right. It's been going on for a while. Even the Honeymooners. Well, when I was a kid, there was like Father Knows Best. Leave it to Beaver. Dad ran the roost, and he had his poop in a group, so to speak. You know. Yeah, but that was just a television show, just like Family Guy and The Simpsons are just no, it, television it shows. I, I got to argue with you. It reflected life at the time. No, I think people think it did because they look back on it with rose-tinted glasses, but I don't think life at the time ever looked anything like Leave it to Beaver. I mean, I wasn't around well, I then. Was born in, I was born in 1960, Yeah, and Middle America was a pretty good place to grow up. I, I I've think, seen a lot of 80s and 90s movies, and i got to tell you, none of them look anything like what it was actually like to grow up in the 80s and 90s. Elon Musk recently purchased Twitter. And from what I can tell, Twitter usage is up, right? But that, to me, that doesn't say a whole lot. You can't really monetize that. Not, it, not in the way that they would like, at least. So it, people using Twitter is just a net loss for them. Even if someone is just going through their timeline and not clicking on any ads, whatever, just like if you're play, playing World of Warcraft, if you're paying your monthly subscription to Blizzard, they don't want you playing the game because every minute that you spend playing the game is a little bit less. It may be tiny fractions of a penny, but it's somewhat less money than they make. They want people who are paying that monthly subscription and just never playing the game. Yeah, but the reason Twitter isn't making money this week is because of all of the advertisers that have, that have paused. Uh, well, Twitter wasn't making money in the first place. That's one of the reasons uh, Elon Musk bought it. Uh, Twitter has been going, they, they lose money. Yeah, well, yeah, but it was making a lot more money than it is right now. But it was still operating at a loss. And the advertisers who are paying Twitter to campaign for them, uh, they absolutely want i mean maybe maybe the servers don't want that many people jacking the the bandwidth 
But the advertisers want as many people on there as possible. Well, they want their ads to be served to as many people as possible. Yeah. And the Twitter is just one vehicle for that. So that's certainly what the advertisers want. But um, what Twitter would like, I suppose, as a company, would be for you to just see the advertisements and that that be the end of it. You know, they have to feed you some amount of content as well in addition to the advertisements. And this is why Web 2.0 went so far off the rails with these trackers and things like that and with these lists where they load up all of these ads and you have to click the button and then it loads up the next item in the list and you click the button and it loads up the next item in the list and every single one of those is just serving you more ads and tracking and finding out more crap about you. That's why Web 2.0 went so far off the rails is because they know that they have to serve you some amount of content to justify the ads that they're selling you. But as far as I can tell, having been on the internet through most of my adult life or all of my adult life rather and a healthy chunk of my entire life, the advertising model of the internet is never, ever, ever going to work. 100% of the ads that I've been receiving for the last month and a half, 100%, by the way, goldback ads for bullionmax.com, 100%. Every single website I go to is going to serve me ads, is going to serve me Bullion Max ads. Is that your algo that they have? Or is this, you think everyone's getting this? Because I see a lot of them too, but I... It's unique to me. But the problem with this, the reason why the advertising will never work is because the only reason it's serving me Bullion Max is because I went to bullionmax.com slash FTL and I purchased one of these silver packages. And I did this on my phone. So on my desktop, the reason why they have so little information about me, they only have this one thing to serve me, Mm -hmm. is because I tend to do this on my desktop, which has Ghostery and all of these other awesome add-ons to prevent this sort of thing from happening. But I don't have that on my phone. I'm never going to be served laundry detergent or cream soda ads on Facebook or Twitter or any of these websites that I visit because they're all too busy serving me ads for things they know that I'm interested in. And they only learn about my interest in these things because I've expressed that interest. They're they're not good avenues to discover new things. What's the takeaway from all this? Where where are we going with this? The ads are stupid? Yeah, that the advertising market that the advertising model that Twitter is trying to use in order to sustain itself is simply not going to work. The eight dollars a month thing for Twitter Blue that was brilliant. That's the way this is going to have to go. It, we're going to have to move away from paid advertising and towards systems like Patreon and GoFundMe and things like that. Do you think that it once the eight dollars kicks in and everyone's paying, do you think that the ads are going to go away or do you think they're just going to stay there? I think I don't think they're going anywhere. The $8 a month thing is supposed to make the ads go away, or you're supposed to see substantially fewer ads. See, for my mind, I, I would expect the ads to go away. Like, the, Hulu has two service tiers. There's the, the low tier where you still see ads, and there's the slightly higher tier. I think it's almost twice as much where you don't see any ads. Correct. I would opt for that higher tier to not see any ads whatsoever because I just don't want that crap in my life. It's a waste of time. It's, it detracts from my life. So like you were pointing out, when you see the same ad over and over and over, you actively grow to hate that thing like Maggie Hassan and Don Bolduck. Like I go to sleep at night watching my YouTube on my television and it doesn't have an ad blocker because it's just your average yeah, television right. from Walmart. So I'm constantly watching these YouTube ads and it was just Don Bolduck wants you to know and Maggie Hassan wants you to know. I knew nothing about either of these people, but by the end of it, I passionately hated them. I didn't care if they were libertarians. Nothing on this earth would have caused me to vote for Maggie Hassan or Don Bolduck. You know, I will say, but I will say that if they if some of these ads are funny like i'm thinking right off the top of my head the caveman insurance ads 
Yeah, those were those were amusing. Those were incredibly amusing, and still, I don't, I don't even know what. See, but here I am, and I don't even know what insurance company they were trying to sell me. It was Geico. I, I don't care. Or was it Progressive? See, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I said Geico, but I'm immediately second guessing myself. And no. here I am, Allstate. I don't care, but I, but I did like those ads. I but, use Progressive, but it's because that's the, that's the one that was cheapest for me. Right, right. I, I don't care about the caveman or the Geico or the gecko or the. The, the girl who is standing there in the white dress or whatever. I don't care about any of that. When I, I'm going to Google car insurance. Cheapest. Yes. Well, maybe not necessarily the cheapest, but I'm going to end up finding the one that's the cheapest and the one that most fits my needs. Yeah, cheapest, best reviews. That's where I'm going. Let's go to the phones. We have Galena on the line from Ukraine. Galena, welcome back to Free Talk Live. The last time... Uh, we spoke with you. I had a question that I wanted to ask you, and I was like, it was something to do with the conflict in Ukraine, and I wish I could remember what that question was, but that was months ago when it occurred to me. So how how have things been over there in Ukraine? So today we had a major power outage, and uh, this one actually touched me and my house, and we didn't have electricity for more than uh, 10 hours today, and now I got it back already so now, does that affect your heating getting... over there in ukraine because like um, let me let me touch my battery just a second yes actually the batteries are cold they were warm a little warm because uh, they really didn't they want to economize and the batteries are never hot yet maybe later when it gets colder when the, the temperature gets below freezing maybe the temperature in the batteries is going to be uh, higher because what? we have central heat in here. Okay, that that was sort of what I was trying to find out about because like here in New Hampshire, I didn't know this until recently and it, it's a fundamentally broken system, but my heating system requires electricity. So if my electricity oh. goes out, mm-hmm. then I have no heating whatsoever in my house. And here in New Hampshire, I seem to recall that you know Ukraine, I mean, obviously it's in the northern hemisphere, but it's in the upper parts of the northern hemisphere, similar to how... New Hampshire is. So it gets pretty cold here in New Hampshire. I suspect it also gets pretty cold there in Ukraine. So when you lose electricity like that, what caused you to lose electricity today? Do you know? Uh, No, actually, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe they use gas. Uh, Anyway, I have gas in my my house, so I can get warm by the gas stove. Okay. So just in case I need it, if I'm going to have a gas later. Okay. Apparently, according to the Associated yeah. Press, uh, a, a major power line was bombed, and I guess uh, considering that Galena is back up and running, they were able to get it back up and running, get it back up. So it wasn't like they bombed a actual power plant, but just a line going to Mold- Moldova. Are you anywhere near there, Galena? No, I'm near Poland. Which Moldova's way, in a different had, uh, country. And I only know that. Yeah, I only know that because one of my favorite bands is called Infected Rain, and they're from Moldova. And Mm. I didn't know that until I happened to see them in New York like two a year ago. And I didn't even know that Moldova existed. I had heard after the Ukrainian invasion by Putin that Moldova was to be the next on Putin's list. It looks like that isn't going to play out for Putin. So yeah, how, we hope so. Yeah. So how are things going over there in Ukraine? Because here in the West, we rely primarily on 
Well, here on Free Talk Live, we rely primarily on what the Russian media and the American media or the Western media have to say about Ukraine mm-hmm. and the conflict. And from what we can tell, neither side is telling the truth about what is actually going on. It, it, yeah, it, nobody made, mm-hmm. nobody knows what's going on. Only the time will tell. And uh, like as for today, uh, I didn't even have my data connection. Uh, and my phone was thinking I was in Poland because it couldn't uh, connect with any tower in Ukraine. So I, I, I think it uh, received a signal from Polish tower. And uh, my, show, my phone was showing I was in Poland and I didn't have data connection. By the way, the missiles, the, the power line was in Ukraine leading to Moldova. I had to look at it on the map. I didn't realize okay. it was south down there. So I guess Galina is up north and, and north and west, which you, did you hear about the missiles, the two people who were killed in Poland today? And now they're talking Article 5 and now we've got to defend NATO and go to war with Russia because um, a stray missile killed two farmers. I mean, I heard bits and pieces about that. I do have show prep, but it's probably worth getting into because, I mean, that's a big it's, deal, it's, right? Well, but there's nothing. But it's just like it's just what you said. We have we have hearsay from some general who's saying this happened. Poland hasn't said that it's happened. You have some U.S. general that says that it has. I can't believe any of these people. Can I mean, you, oh, for all I know, Nate, for, for all I know, Poland isn't even a real country, right? I hate. I, I hate we all, I, we all I know Australia isn't real. I know, and I hate sitting here saying that when I'm sitting across from you because I, I'm like becoming you at this point. But <laughs> you like, can't trust any of this. We really can't. We know for a fact that they've been lying to us. They they admitted that they were lying to us. The whole ghost of Kiev thing. Yep. They, they're spewing propaganda. They're going to lie to us. And then we talked about the CIA agent last night. It was like, oh, all we got to do is, you know, we just have to let 70, we just have to tell some journalists, hey, a town in Poland got hit by Russian missiles and they have no way to fact yeah, check they, it. And they'll just print it up. And then the next thing you know, the Daily Mail is running an article about how this town in Poland got hit with two missiles. And it's like, we don't have any way of knowing any of this. Is true. And we know because the CIA just confessed it to us last night on video that they will gladly lie about this kind of stuff. Correct. They go find some third world reporter. Yeah. They feed them the info, whether it real or not. Actually, they start with the real info. Then they get them hooked. We have Chuck on the line from Longview in Washington. Chuck, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, my name is Chuck, and I'm here to change you, uh, you that are listening. Uh, I have a prediction for everybody. I think the first shots of the Civil War is going to happen in Arizona. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's going to happen. Take a look at your Jade Helm 15 map and uh, reference that. Do you mean Civil War II, uh, Electric next, Boogaloo? I am not nothing of that. I am just somebody. Uh, I, I am uh, an observer of time and space, just like you, Arya. Sure. This this place is a uh, nuts, and I love it. And uh, what better place to fire off the first shots of the Civil War than Arizona? You know. I, I uh, don't know why Arizona is. A, I mean. Because it's the desert. And no, the governor just lost. The Republican governor just was declared ah, lost. Okay, that that just happened tonight. Now, do you think they're gonna they're gonna have a recount? Right. This it is, doesn't matter. Whatever whatever they uh, say, it doesn't matter. It, it, it really doesn't. They're looking for a place to make this happen, and uh, why not Arizona? 
Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't uh, think. I don't think the Republicans are radical enough uh, to go. Even no, the MAGA. I don't think the MAGAs are these, radical these enough to go re- to take it there. No, no, no. Not yet. Not no, yet. These aren't. These aren't Republicans. Yeah, they're MAGAs. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that's what I'm getting at right now. So right so, now, so um, tr- so sure. Trump is uh, he's declaring his presidency right now. As I I can't. I, they don't have subtitles on there, so I don't know what he's saying. But some people have speculated are you that watching he's. It? Yeah, I mean, like he's literally he's, he's his, live right okay. now. So so uh, some people have speculated that he's going to take a step away from the Republicans, especially the neocons. He's going to start a new party, the MAGAs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that would be foolish of him. I, Me too. I mean, his if his social media platform, uh, Truth Social, had taken off and been more successful, I think he would be more inclined to do that. But it didn't really take off. I mean, sure, he's beating Free Talk Live Social. But like Donald Trump, I would expect him to have hundreds of millions of people on his social, and he didn't. Ah, he didn't he's, got like, he's got like he's got like four especially million. After, especially after this election period that we had, yeah, I can't believe that. That that this is something that he's got to do on his own. What and, I'd really like to see is Donald Trump run as a Democrat. He is a Democrat. <laughs> I know. Are, are he used? Are he was? But I mean, just think about how bad the Democrats' head was, heads He's would explode. Democrat. And Biden may or may not run for re-election. It's unclear at this point. I think he probably shouldn't. He seems a bit too old and senile. Have you seen these clips where, like, what do you say, he, Mr. Biden, to these people who say, you're too old, you're no longer mentally competent? He's like, watch me. This just in, former President Donald Trump has officially announced he is running for president in 2024, marking his third bid for the White House, saying... We are a nation in decline, and America's comeback starts right now. Yay, Messiah Trump! Woohoo, MAGA King MAGA! It could actually even work. That that's that's what I find most disturbing about all of this. Is like, oh, Biden. You know, Trump had the country going the right direction, then Biden had it, and then it took it the wrong direction. Now we need Trump to come in and fix it again. I think that, uh, and I don't like DeSantis. And I no. don't like Trump, but I'm thinking that uh, the two competing with each other, which is obviously has, been, has already taken, it's already been going on for the last week, according to Trump, anyways. Uh, I think that uh, th- I think it's good competition for both of them, so that they will yeah. try the they will try to uh, uh, sway the populace, uh, give them what they want, get the candy out to the kids. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go above and beyond to. Uh, to do just that because of competition with each other could, could be a good thing. Maybe, but they're both horrible people and they both have really bad policies. So I don't have very much hope going into it. And I suspect in the end we will see because uh, what? who was Donald Trump's uh, vice president? Mike Pence. He's never going to agree to be who Mike Pence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who? He's never going to agree to be Trump's vice president again. He's still angry at Trump. Do you think? Hmm. So All right, so he, I think the, it'll be DeSantis. Do you think DeSantis? I don't think DeSantis would be go go vice president. You don't think so? I think he would. And in two years, is he going to drop his governorship of Florida, he, which he just won? To be vice president, I believe he would. Well, what? Here's what I know. Uh, Dad, are you listening? Uh, Trump was the one who spearheaded the whole vaccine movement in this country, which he we was are, indeed. which we are coming out and we're finding out that it wasn't such a good idea. They are finally just this week. They are finally making the connection with heart disease, myocarditis, and the vaccine. They are finally 
coming out. And they're not blaming it on soil, gardening. They're not blaming it on video games or any of the other nonsense uh, 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 bullet points that they were coming up with for the last two years. But that was Trump's thing. DeSantis it, it at least he, he at least opened the state back up after like what a couple of weeks a month of lockdown that he at least opened it back up. Florida locked down to about the same extent that New Hampshire did. Was like yeah. it, it it made a token lockdown for like two weeks and then it pretty much immediately reopened back up with some restrictions. And I think Florida. Uh, neck and neck, I think New Hampshire and Florida handled the lockdowns and the COVID-19 restrictions very similarly. Yeah, yep. but Trump won't let it go. He has been booed at his rallies when it, he has proclaimed that he's the vax king. He's been booed, well, and he, he was, still won't drop it. We have Sarah on the line from New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yeah, Sarah. Just mentioned that. There's a, a lot of new technologies uh, of keeping the the condo sound or townhouses wall. They're not really sharing that wall. They're really good at it you know, because um, I'm paying attention to it. We have an opportunity. We're going to buy a townhouse. You're going to buy a yeah. townhouse? Well, Richard is going to buy one, and I'm just going to rent out one of the rooms. Okay. But really? We, so we, yeah, we, we, have, uh, we got blessed. The Lord blessed us with extra money. Did you get a job? Oh, the Lord blessed you, or the Big Daddy government blessed you? Because that's there's a big as difference. As far as I'm concerned, God can, God owns the big government, so God blessed us. Not that we don't give credit to anything, man. Yeah, we don't all have the right. same God. My God helps those who help themselves, and you it is money, not your God. Did you get money from the government, Sarah, or did you like win a lottery or something? Government. You know, because he's seventy-one years old, they helped him out. They helped him out a little bit more, so we okay. can get into a condo. So you're going to buy so, okay. a townhouse now. Well, I mean, congrats on, congratulations to Richard, and I guess right. Congrats to you on being a mooch. Well, I get the opportunity if I pay my share of the rent, I could live in one of the rooms. Okay. I don't understand. Why you would put, if you had a mental disorder, why would you put that in your Twitter bio? Like, is there so little going on in your life? That, do you have so little going on for you, so little of interest, that the most interesting thing about you is your mental illness? Are you? It's a merit badge. It's a badge. Uh, yes, but you can get badges for other stuff. Like, hey, I'm a musician. But, I ran for sheriff. I do a radio obviously show. Obviously, they aren't. All they have, all they have is their furriness or they, whatever yes all their they weirdness. have is their mental illness their furriness and their 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 participation trophy for life which is how i view lgbtq pride it's a participation trophy for life it's a thing for people to take pride in even when they've never done anything to warrant having pride it's the same way i feel about nationalism yes it's it, like it's exactly I'm not, the same i am thing. not my country i am me i'm an individual yeah. i you know judge me on my merit judge me on my book cover not on the family that i came from or the community that i came from or the country that i live in that's that's no i'm not my sports ball team absolutely not and it gets me in a lot of trouble with lgbtq people and this is why i'm not quote in the collective with a capital c no kidding they i had been told that but because they want to make the argument, oh, you know, it's I take pride in having survived being gay in the United States. But like, it's, it's pretty easy 
to be gay in the United States these in 2022. Days. Yeah. It's not. I, I'm thinking they're going to get dropped off the LGBT movement pretty soon. The gays, they're they're they're, they're normal. They're, they're, they're yeah. normalized. Well, they're not. They're not the weird anymore. That's why all you have all these TikTok teachers. They don't claim gay or trans or any of this. They're all non-binary. It's the new. It's the new thing. It is the new thing. Uh, and from what I can tell about the non-binary people, it's for most of them seem to just be ordinary straight people. Exactly. But, but, exactly. But, but they don't but want to different. call themselves straight. It's their, they think they want to be a minority. They want yes. to be. Uh, at, they don't want to be in the in the oppressor crowd. They want to be oppressed. Which is stupid. No one who's ever been oppressed wants to be oppressed. Exactly. But, the, you know, that you, you're exactly right. They do want to be oppressed. And they, they don't want to... They, they don't want to do anything to earn being special. And I, I don't want to knock the work that people have done because it wasn't always easy to be gay in the United States. It's still not very easy to be trans in the United States. But trans is different, right? That I... I Sort of agree that it shouldn't be it shouldn't belong in the LGB, LGBTQ circle anyway because it's not a sexual orientation, right? And the others are sexual orientations. But anyway, for whatever reason, we're excluding it. It's harder to be trans, sure, than it is to be gay or lesbian or bisexual. But none of those things are hard today. Maybe they were hard in the early nineties, sure. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.